What's up? Welcome to another episode of Connect 13 with yours truly, Micah 13. How are you guys? I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys are having a chill day. Me personally, you guys, I feel exhausted. Let me tell you. So today um, I woke up at seven and I got out of bed at like 7.30 because I'm I'm really not a morning person, but I went to the gym like later in the afternoon. I actually like wrote like some notes for this episode because I really wanted to get to the details of things that I really don't want to forget to say. And then I did like two orders, one of them being by just myself, and um the other it was with my little sister because she was like, she didn't have anything else to do. And so like, she like wanted to come with me or whatever because she's bored. And I was like, all right, cool. And honestly, she was a pretty good help. Not gonna lie. I mean, not that I'm like, you know, I've ever really used her for anything in regards to that nature, but you know, she was really helpful and, you know, I'm happy that I did get a little bit of some assistance, which is something that I really get for this job. Um, Cause normally I just do everything by myself and yeah, it was pretty fun. But um, the bad news is I only was able to do two orders as mentioned because honestly, like the orders that I would get through both Instacart and Ship, the pay is just so awful because some orders, there would be like a customer that would order like 50 to like 70 items and the units would be astronomical. <laughs> like someone ordered like 100 units in their cart, which I don't even know how they have the money for. But in total, like for the offer, some of these people won't even pay or won't even like add a tip. And the pay would just be so awful. Like it would be as low as like seven to $8 and they wouldn't leave a tip. Or maybe they would leave like a tip, but it wouldn't be like 15 or 10% of the actual amount of the order, if that makes sense. Um, Same thing with like shipped kind of, it would just be really annoying like that. And it's something that I've been noticing a lot more in the past couple of weeks and it's just been bothering me. Like, which is one of the reasons why I have been thinking about trying to get another job. I actually applied at Starbucks at this location where it's um, currently being built right now, but um, my cousin and like my older sister and my mom she like they all told me about it and I was like you know what why not because the benefits are good and stuff so I was like okay and so I applied but the thing is I don't have any information regards to their phone number I only know the address but not the phone number and so I messaged my cousin since she works at a Starbucks near where I live and I wanted to ask her like Hey, I just finished applying for this application. I was wondering if, you know, you could send me the information on who I can contact since the building is currently in construction right now. And she has yet to respond back to me. So um, now I, I'm, I'm going to text her right after this. But like, yeah, sometimes it just really be kind of annoying like that. But you know what? People have their own lives to live. It's whatever. Not that big of a deal. Well, actually, it is a little bit of a big deal, but like it's not really. I don't want to like, you know, pressure them or add more stress into their lives or whatever. So like, it's fine. But um, other than that, today was a pretty productive day, I'd say. Oh my God. Speaking. Okay. Before we actually start with this topic, um, before my little sister and I did like an order. We actually ordered some food at Taco Bell because the nacho fries are finally fucking back. Thank Christ. 
I love Nacho Fry so much. I don't even know why they make it a seasonal thing, but I'm glad it's back. And I like, every time I have the Nacho Fries, it's such a religious experience for me. I don't even know how else to describe it to you. But yeah, like I had the, like the Nacho Fries again, and it's just, it's just amazing. If you haven't tried it yet, you're missing out. But yeah, so that's what's been going on with my day. Uh, in today's episode, um, I want to talk a lot more topics um, in regards to like mental health and music and how they really go hand in hand with each other. I actually like um, asked you guys on TikTok as well as on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, a, like a while back. And I asked you guys like, what kind of topics you want me to talk about in future episodes? And one person in particular at Clout Cobain 420 Wow, such an amazing user. Um, they requested that I should talk a lot more about mental health. More specifically, they mentioned how like they wanted to hear me talk a little bit more about dealing with mental health as a creator slash creative, right? And they went in by talking about like the pressure on you to... Co- the pressure on me to constantly produce something and what your process is. And they also said, like, love the podcast so far, which thank you so much, Clout Cobain420, for, 20, for um, supporting my podcast. It truly means the whole world. But um, yeah, like I, for some reason, haven't really been making enough episodes in regards to like how music and mental health go hand in hand and like talking about those two things and how they correlate with each other. And I've been wanting to talk about these topics for such a long time now, especially when starting this podcast. Like I really wanted to go more into these topics, but I didn't realize how difficult the process was when it came down to like finding certain topics in regards to mental health and trying to create stuff And, you know, I just never really got around to it. But now I feel like this episode, we're taking it to the right direction, hopefully. And today, um, I wanted to talk about ways that I personally cope with mental health while also creating, whether if it's content, whether if it is music, editing videos and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, And so I wrote some notes about it, um, which is still a rare occurrence for me, unfortunately, but I'm really glad that like I have a little bit of a blueprint of things that I really want to say. So the reason why I wanted to create this episode and, and the reason why I want to talk about this is because when it comes to creating, whether if you're a content creator, whether if you're an artist, uh, a music producer, like anywhere, any like career Um, in the creative field specifically. Um, When it comes to balancing those types of hobbies or careers out while trying to have your own balance in terms of mental health, it's unique to everybody. Like everyone's own mental health struggles are different and everyone has their own way to cope with their emotions and stress and stuff. So um, whether if it's like coping with like their like traumas, Um, emotions, as mentioned previously, it goes on and on, right? And some people 
might have an easier time creating as a way to cope with their struggles, while there are some that feel the opposite. Like, this is something that I can relate to a lot because there are days where I feel like I have an easier time coping with my mental health struggles by creating, whether if it's editing videos, uh, making music, writing lyrics, producing, etc. Like, sometimes, like, I have those kinds of days, but then also I have days where I don't want to create at all. I just want to chill. I want to watch YouTube videos. I want to sleep. I want to take a nap. I want to do all that stuff, right? And, you know, with everyone dealing with their own stress and traumas and dealing with their own mental health, it's different for everybody. And some people might use that as creativity and some people might have a harder time doing that. And that is completely okay. Like if you're in a situation where you feel like you can't create stuff or, you know, you're dealing with so much that you can't create anything, don't force yourself into, you know, creating content just because you feel like you need to. Okay. My philosophy is like only do it when you feel like doing it, I guess. Like it's like you have to have a balance of you know, when you feel the need to create and stuff, you know what I mean? I'll get more into that, hopefully. Um, It's completely fine. Don't beat yourself up just because you feel like you're not working at the same pace as everybody else, even when you're dealing with a lot of stress, okay? Everyone is different. Yeah, I feel like it'll be a really good topic to talk about. So I really just want to talk about how I personally deal with stress um, while also working in a creative field um, and working with various mediums in that like area of creativity. So whether if it's like editing music or editing videos for YouTube and stuff like that. And I feel like it'd just be an interesting thing to talk about. And if you guys have um, your own ways or if you guys want to share ways that you deal with your stress and how you cope with your mental health struggles while also, you know, continuing to stay productive and stuff like that, then feel free to let me know like on our Twitter and Instagram at Connect13. All the information where you can tag and contact us will be in the show notes. Um, If you guys want to start a conversation, I'd love to hear um, what you guys have to say. So if you are down to hear me talk about my own personal experiences, trying to find that kind of balance or how I balance out music and dealing with like stress and other mental health stuff, then keep on listening. All right. So I do want to make a a quick disclaimer before we start this episode. I am nowhere near a mental health professional, okay? I'm not a therapist. I don't have a degree on this. Um, So if there's any information that I've said that is incorrect, please do not be afraid to tag me. Don't be afraid to, you know, let me know. Um, I love to hear you guys' critiques and criticisms. So... Yeah, if the, again, like, feel free to let me know. Let's just get right on into this list, okay? One way that I, like, cope with my mental health stuff while also, you know, working on music and other forms of art, right? If I don't feel like working on music right now, I like to do other various hobbies slash projects that I also enjoy, or that give me like a sense of comfort or, you know, 
contentment. What's the word for that? I don't know. I don't care. Um, so for example, like some of the hobbies that I really like doing, like if I don't feel the motivation to work on music, include makeup, skincare, working out, recording new episodes for my podcast, which is what I'm doing right now. And I'm really happy about that. Um, editing videos, as mentioned previously, um, so that I don't feel that I need to restrict myself into only doing one job slash hobby and to also keep myself busy too. You know what I mean? I don't like being stuck to only doing one thing. I like to do a variety of things so that I don't feel like I need to force myself into only doing one thing. And this can also be tricky as well, because lately I've just been dealing with these kinds of like internal like episodes or whatever, where I realized that I'm doing a lot more tasks and jobs that are outside of music. And I feel bad that I'm not working on enough music. Same thing. Like if I like shift my focus into other things other than a project that I feel like I need to focus on more than I just feel like some sort of guilt that I'm not doing enough of what I should be doing. More specifically, music, since I wanted or I initially wanted music to be my main career, like the main focus of my career, right? And I feel like when dealing with that kind of uh, with that kind of stress, it really keeps me at my tracks. Or what is? I don't even know what that saying goes. It definitely triggers my anxiety a bit because it's like when I think about like feeling like I'm not doing enough of something, then I like feel like this level of guilt, and it's just it makes me feel like stagnant. You know what I mean? So it can get really tricky when it comes to doing a whole bunch of things at once or when you're trying to focus on multiple hobbies, right? But at the same time, like you want, for me personally, I want to do things other than music because, you know, I want to not be afraid to branch out into different things. Like with podcasting, I love recording podcasts because I get to pick up my own topics of what I want to talk about. I get to talk about whatever I want. You know, I don't really feel the kind of pressure to be in this kind of like cookie cutter mold because, you know, I'm basically the main showrunner of everything. You know, I edit the podcast, I distribute it, and I get to come up with topics and stuff. And honestly, it's just really great for me. I really love it. I get to talk about whatever I want. And I feel like with podcasting, it's just my own safe space of me talking about my personal feelings and just not having that kind of fear of being vulnerable and not being afraid to share it. Or one of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I want this to be a way to connect with you guys. And I want this to be, you know, I I guess like a, a space where, you know, people, you know, share their feelings and not being afraid to express, you know, how they feel as long as it isn't like hurting anybody else. And as long as everyone has like, you know, a level of good intentions, if that makes sense. So um, I'm just really happy with how things are going with this podcast and also with editing videos. I feel like it's like one of my least favorite things to do because I get so like tedious when it comes to like finding the right footage and just trying to come up with stuff to talk about and just like filming moments where it feels interesting to talk about 
or to document and stuff like that. That's one of the reasons why like I have a hard time with vlogs and stuff along that nature, especially when trying to upload videos on my main channel as well, where I mainly just talk about music and as well as like stuff that I feel the need to share um, that I feel like has a little bit more structure, if that makes sense. So I feel like podcasting is just my way of taking things easy. And I'm really glad that it's getting into that direction and that it's heading to that direction. You know what I mean? So I'm pretty content with that. Another thing that I want you guys to take away from balancing out your own emotions is that everyone has their own way of pacing through different tasks and hobbies. You know what I mean? Everyone, again, I've already mentioned this in the very beginning of this episode, everyone's mental health, everyone's way of coping with their own stress is unique to everybody else. And everyone's processes when it comes to self-expression, when it comes to finding one's identity or self-expression, it's unique to everybody. And it's important for you to really work on your at your own pace. I think when it comes to like social media and as well as society in general, I feel like everyone expects everybody to be in the same level of like responsibility and maturity. And like to have like a perfect track record and like have to be at this certain level of success in a way where you like feel like you have full control in your own life. And like, I feel like we have this kind of like internal like pressure that we put into ourselves that where it's like, if you reach before this certain age or point in your life, before like you even take steps to be successful, then like you're going to be stuck in this position for the rest of your life, which is not true. Okay. Like there is this one post on Twitter um, where this guy was like, at the age of 25, where you either build a big empire for yourself or you lose everything, which is a really fucked up thing to say. And it kind of brings up on this narrative about like bringing this like pressure or unnecessary pressure to like people who are trying to find their own success to be like, you have to be at this certain age or period in your life where you have to reach to that success as soon as possible or else you will never be where you are. Well, guess what? Jay-Z released his first ever album when he was 25. Okay. And I don't even listen to Jay-Z. Like, I don't listen to that much of Jay-Z's music, if I have to be honest with you. But the fact that it took him at the age of 25 to release his first ever project really kind of broke that rule automatically. So therefore, this person who made that tweet is wrong as fuck. And also, SZA didn't release her first album until she was 25. She released Control when she was 25. Okay? There are certain people that reach a level of success past that, which shows that anybody can reach towards a whatever level of success at any age. And so the fact that this narrative still keeps coming up really makes me mad. It makes me upset. It makes me frustrated. And it just makes me feel like, like, what's the reason for people to keep bring up this kind of unnecessary pressure for people to be like, oh, like you have to be successful or else like you will live a disappointing life. Like, girl, why are you so concerned about that? You should be f- more concerned about your own life. 
like good for you that you know you might have that sense of privilege now but like some people might not want the same or don't think about the same definition of success that you might see yourself does that make sense everyone has their own definition of success and no one should have to follow your own definition of success okay just mind your business mind your business and don't pressure people into thinking that they have to be at a certain level at a certain age because everyone can do whatever they want as long as it isn't hurting anybody, you know? So that's just what I have to say about that. If you feel stuck in doing one thing, don't be afraid to branch out into other opportunities or other hobbies that you might enjoy. So whether if you're into photography as well, um, if you want to get into more of like science-related stuff, like any medium or any subject you could think of, don't be afraid to get into it, girl. As long as it isn't hurting anybody. You know what I mean? So that's the first point. Um, the second thing that I wrote. Um, I let my emotions flow whenever I feel sad rather than just solely internalizing it. Um, because the more I internalize my feelings whenever I feel overwhelmed, stressed, or depressed or anxious, et cetera. Like if I feel, if I like keep internalizing any negative emotion that I have at that period of time, the easier it is for me to just break in a second, you know, cause once you hold on to those things for a long time, once you hold into that baggage and the minute where something just makes you like tick or whatever, that something just makes you break that could end really bad, okay? And I've, you know, seen people go through that. And even I went through that too. Like there are going to be times where when it comes to living with like mental illness or having to deal with stress, like, you know, you're going to have those moments where you're going to have an episode. And that's just, you know, the part of dealing with a mental illness. Like, let's just be really honest here. Like, that's the thing that I get so ticked off about. It's like people who like talk about mental illness or people like who might not have a bigger idea of what dealing with mental illness or people who have that I've shared on the internet. I feel like people don't really talk about the dark side of having to deal with a mental illness. Like there'd be times where we all go to like the very like bare detail of it or little detail of it. And then we just forget about it. Okay. Like, here's the thing. When it comes to dealing with mental health, when it comes to dealing with episodes where like you like hit your very lowest of lows, right? And this is coming from personal experience. Sometimes there'd be times where you go back and forth into your own patterns where it negatively affects not only towards your relationships towards other people and towards your loved ones, but also towards yourself. And, you know, I like in the past, like I've shared that on the internet and it had got to the point where people either see me as the one who cried wolf or see me as, you know, a person that talks about their mental health for attention or for personal gain or whatever, which still to this day was never the case for me. It was just that I wasn't at that place in my life to where I felt that I could handle the responsibility of managing my emotions and how I deal with stress. Like I would always like go to these like 
patterns where like I would just take it out on other people and I would just self-deprecate and not take a second of like reflecting. And it really negatively affected a lot of my relationships. And, you know, now that I'm in a time in my life to where I recognize that and that I'm more aware of that now and I'm willing to hold myself better accountable for those moments in my life to where I'm like, okay, since I'm I'm in this kind of mindset again, like since, you know, I feel sad right now, I'm aware that by going back to these toxic patterns, honestly, I know that like by going back into those old behaviors and ways of dealing with my stress, it isn't going to get me anywhere. So what do I do to make that better so that I don't have to go through that same cycle over and over again? You know, so my way of doing it is like, I just let myself feel that kind of negative feeling that I have and accepting it rather than trying to push it away and like just pretend that it doesn't exist. Because the more you do that, that emotion will grow and it will get worse and worse and worse. This is also coming from personal experience, okay? I also accept and learned throughout my time of like really getting to understand more on how I cope with my own stress and how I deal with it is accepting that these feelings that I have, whether if it's me feeling frustrated about not you know, being at that level of success to where I want to be, et cetera, or like feeling frustrated about like people in the world, you know, like with world issues and stuff like that. I know at the end of the day that, that, that those feelings will pass and that there are always other solutions out there that can help me better understand how I feel and figure out certain ways that I can use, certain tools that I can use so that I can have an easier time dealing and managing those patterns in my life, you know, dealing with my own stress, dealing with my own anxiety, et cetera. And that really helped a lot when it came down to really reflecting on how I personally manage my mental health. And this can, and this might apply to you as well, but yeah, I feel like by accepting my emotions rather than either suppressing it, repressing it, or just like putting it onto other people, like all that stuff, you know, it really helped me a lot. Um, so that's another thing that I wrote down. Um, another thing that I wrote down is seek professional help. It is important, okay? Um, I currently talk to a therapist right now. I've been talking to my therapist for, I think like maybe like during the beginning of this year, which is pretty nice. Um, I was in a period of time where I was in group therapy for a bit and it honestly didn't really help me. Um, I just would much prefer talking to a person one by one rather than um, talking with a group of people. And I think it was because of like the timing as well. Like I would like come home from work and I would just feel so distracted and tired whenever I would have like these Zoom meetings with my therapy group, right? So now that like my schedule changed a little bit to now where every Friday in the afternoon, I get to talk to my therapist one-on-one. And honestly, it felt a lot better to me. So, you know, like that's another thing that I want to get to, which is a perfect segue. 
Um, not only will talking to a professional who knows a lot more about mental health can really help and benefit you a lot, um, but it's also important to be really patient with the process. Every therapist and every professional when it comes to health in any way, so physical health, mental health, etc., everyone functions and has their own way of treating other people differently. And so it's important for you to not be afraid to talk to various people so that you can find the right person for you based on your wants and needs. Okay, and currently, um, now that like I've switched different therapists where now I get to talk to a professional one by one and have like a set date to where I feel more awake, I feel like it helped significantly. Like I have a lot more time talking about things that I need to say that are specific towards my life and my current situation right now. Because I feel like when it comes to talking about, or when it comes to being in group therapy, I feel like it's all generalized because you're working with multiple people. You know what I mean? And as much as I appreciate, you know, working and talking and communicating to groups of people that, you know, might be in a similar situation as I have, I feel like I'm just not having enough time to really talk about my own issues that not a lot of people can relate to or that some people might relate to, but I would just never have the time to, you know, plan that. And so now that I have a therapist to where it's only a one-on-one, like individual thing, I feel like it's gotten a lot easier for me talking about things that I want or need to talk about. So that's just another example on finding what works for you, whether if you'd like to, or if you prefer to work with just one-on-one or with a group of people and what kind of therapist works for you, like based on their personalities, their own techniques on, you know, teaching their ways of dealing with stress and their personalities, et cetera. Like there's so much that goes into it. And so it's important for you to branch out and talk to, you know, various people in those, you know, positions so that you can find a better way to, you know, express your wants and needs. And if the therapist that is helping you reflects on your wants and needs. Okay. And it takes a long time and it's different for everybody to find that kind of person for you. So, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to various different therapists. Okay. It's going to take a while. I know like it's like patience is really like another thing that like is just so annoying, you know, but like you kind of have to you know, you have to be patient when when it comes to finding the right people in your life, especially finding the right therapist. Okay, so be patient and don't lose hope when it comes to finding someone that you feel fits with your wants and needs, okay? So that's another thing that I recommend. Um, the next thing that I would recommend heavily, okay, is surrounding yourself with people that know where you're coming from and that are willing to understand what you're going through. Surprisingly, it is such a hard thing to find. Um, I am currently in a phase in my life where I feel like it's something that I'm still trying to figure out specifically within the music community, which I feel like is for another time. Um, but right now I'm grateful that I have a handful of people within my own personal life that I've met in high school. Like if you guys haven't 
listened to the past episodes, I did mention two of my best friends from high school, um, Maddie and Hope. I love them so, 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 so much. They have been really there for me um, throughout like high school and stuff. And I'm surprised that we still talk to each other through group chat. Like that, like, you know, I feel very grateful that I have like a group of people that are willing to stick by me no matter what. And we have that like level of trust where we're not afraid to tell everything to each other. And we know that we have every good intention doing so. So whenever like a person is like really needing someone to talk to, you know, I like we would take time to reach out to them, give our time to each other because again, we've been there for each other for such a long time. And, you know, it's, it's something that I will forever be grateful for. And it's hard. It is difficult to find that group of people or even a person, you know, that really understand you. Maybe they might not understand completely of what you're going through, but they're willing to listen. You know, they're willing to hear your story. They're willing to be there for you and are willing to appreciate you unconditionally and love you unconditionally. And that's an important thing to have because if you're following the wrong crowd where they might not have the same morals as you, that they might not care as much or that are known for taking advantage of other people and all these like horrible things, the more you focus on those types of people, the less happier you become and the more guarded and cautious you become because you really don't know who you can really trust you know, it, it it's just a really toxic environment. Like the more you stick around into a toxic environment, the more lonely and isolated you feel. And this is coming from personal experience as a person who like felt the need to please other people as a way to feel a sense of belonging in a certain group. And it's, it's just not fun, you know? It's exhausting and it just feels so isolating. And now that I've like realized that I'm so grateful that again, like I have a group of people in my life that are willing to listen and that continue to appreciate me. Even if I go through a really bad episode, like I know that they're there to listen and I know that, that they're there to hear things that I am upset about. And it's something that I've learned the hard way, you know, like there was a period of time where I like took a lot of shit for granted. And it was a very painful thing to experience. Um, but, you know, like not getting into it because it's complicated or whatever. But now that I've like recognized those types of aspects of life to where I, you know, take less for granted and truly appreciate the people that care about me and that take time out of their day to make sure I'm okay. Like that truly means the whole world to me. Yeah. It really just shows that it is important to have a really great support system that would be there for you in every step of the way. And again, like it takes time to find the right group of people and think about it. Like there are like 7 billion people in the world. And not only that, we have the internet. You can find so many amazing people on the internet and you just have to really be patient. Again, like patience is one of the most like important things to have when it comes to really seeking and trying to, you know, improve on, you know, balancing your life. And 
in every aspect of life, you know, it's always being patient, yet also resilient, okay? There are going to be a lot of times where you are going to see people's true colors. You're going to see people take advantage of you for whatever ulterior motive they have. You know, you're going to see people that really are in whatever industry they're in for the wrong reasons. And there are always going to be people out there that aren't going to be real with other people or the people around them in their environment, including themselves. And so it's important to find that balance to where not only are you in a positive environment where, you know, people are in whatever career they have or doing things for the right reasons and doing it for the passion, you know, for really having a solid and legit interest in whatever they want to do or whatever they're doing. And not only that, but to have people in your life that give you the respect and give them time or like that give you the time to be there for you with no like ulterior motive whatsoever. Like it is so important to have that. And it's just that you have to be patient and not being afraid to talk to various people, whether if it's online and in real life. And this is coming from a person who's autistic and already has issues with social interaction. So it's like a double weighing for me. All right. But, you know, I'm still like getting there. You know, I feel like I've done a better job, like stepping out of my comfort zone in that sense. And honestly, like if I can do it, then you could do it too. Again, take your time with it. Don't rush. Okay. Because you might regret it later. Okay. Take your time. Everyone's social battery is different from each other. And it's important for you to take your time at your own pace and not feel pressured to be at a certain area of your life where you have to talk to multiple people at once because everyone's different. Everyone is different. And so try to remember as much as you can. And it's okay to forget, but always remember that there are always people out there that will be there for you and that appreciate you for you. And that's honestly like what you need. And that's something that I'm trying to figure out myself, especially when navigating my way into like the music community and whatever in um, whatever community that I am trying to get into, you know, that I'm also passionate about, you know what I mean? So um, the last thing that I want to talk about or how I, you know, got to where I am when it comes to dealing with my own mental health while trying to navigate my creative process, if that makes sense, is in order to improve your mental health, you have to be the one to put in the work and you have to motivate yourself to want to get better. Like you have to want to get better. Does that make sense? No one else can put in the work for you but yourself. And that's something that I had to learn the hard way, you know, like growing up, I didn't really have that kind of support from like my environment. You know, I felt the need to hide a lot of things just so that I could feel a sense of belonging that I feel that, you know, no one's gonna, you know, point out like any quote unquote weird flaw about me, even though literally like everyone's fucking different. Like, why is it your problem? Why should it be your problem? You know what I mean? And I had a lot of like abandonment issues as well as like codependency issues to where I feel like I needed people around me at all times so that I 
like in order to be happy and in order to find some sort of like navigation within my life, you know what I mean? But it took me such a long time to realize that I do have that freedom. And I also feel like since I was sheltered pretty much my entire life, and let's be honest, I was also spoiled, that part of my life was really underdeveloped. And I never really like had that kind of learning lesson, even from my own like family to where like you have to put in the work yourself because I I was so used to having everything done for me. And as grateful as I am to have a family that you know, are still willing to support me financially as well as like other like aspects of life. It doesn't take away the fact that like it took such a long time for me to really get to that point in my life where I have to be able to work for myself and that I have to really find that motivation with myself, but also have to feel the want or have to want to improve in my own life. There was such a huge moment where like I kept going from person to person, asking for advice and just like asking for them to like, you know, give me like reassurance or constant reassurance and validation. And like, it would just always never end well because I was always never satisfied with the advice they've given to me because of how repetitive it was. And even then I was already in a period of my life where I kept telling myself that I was never going to get better, making my depression and mental health issues worse. And so it was this, again, this endless cycle of me self-deprecating, not feeling the wants to get better, not wanting to get better because of how much I kept telling myself all these negative things about myself and telling people all these like negative qualities of myself, even though like it was just making things worse. But yeah, like it was just honestly like a whole cycle of like me self-deprecating and just like having people think that like I was doing it for attention and that hurt my feelings. It really made me question if I was even a good person or not. And it made me question my morals and all that stuff. And it happens, like it happened to me numerous times. And I feel like I've done a better job at like holding myself accountable in that sense. And I feel like I've gained a lot more clarity within my life and gained a lot more... I don't even know what's the right word to put it, but like, I feel more like self-aware about like why I keep going back and forth these kind of patterns. And it made me realize that like, I have to be the one to fix my own issues and no one can do that for me, but myself. And that's for everybody, you know, like we have to want ourselves to get better. You know, like we can't keep depending on other people as if they're going to like, you know, have that pain disappear or take away that pain, you have to put in the work. And as sucky as it is, like it sucks that, you know, we have to hear it over and over again, but that's just true. That's just the reality of dealing with your mental health struggles. Like in order to better your mental health, you have to want to get your mental health better. And again, this was something that had to learn the hard way. And I'm grateful that, you know, I'm where I'm at right now mentally and that I even have people that are willing to understand that and are willing to look past like my past mistakes, but also are willing enough to hold me accountable. And I love that. You know, I feel really grateful that like I'm where I'm at right now mentally. Like I really do. And when it comes to dealing with that, like it's a pretty hard pill to swallow, but 
you know, it's something that we have to learn over time. And that really comes to show like that people learn that kind of shit differently in their own pace. And we shouldn't have to make people feel bad for not learning that kind of life lesson soon enough. Like, who am I to say, like, you have to be at a certain age to realize that? Because some people never want to learn, you know? Some people don't want to have that kind of mindset, you know, because like they don't want to hold themselves accountable. Even I didn't initially want to hold myself accountable for stuff because I felt that if I held myself accountable, then people are only going to look at me for being, you know, that kind of toxic person. Like I was worried that like if I admitted to people about my mistakes and how I want to get better at them, then people are just going to bully me and people are going to find many ways to humiliate me to the point where it just silences me. And that has happened to me before. And it has happened to numerous people as well. Like I know I'm not a special case in that, you know? I know that I'm not the only person that dealt with that kind of experience. And it sucks that people are willing to take advantage of others in vulnerable places. Like that's what I had to deal with as well, like numerous times and it sucks. But um, I promise you, like it takes time to find the right people, but it also takes time to really find that sense of clarity within yourself. So again, don't like force yourself to get better for the sake of other people, only Improve on your life because you want to. You are making your own choice yourself to better your life. Don't try to change yourself other people. Only change because you want to. You're only doing that to yourself. And that's something that, you know, I've learned over the past years that took me a while to realize as well and to really internalize that. Yeah, that's pretty much all I really want to talk about. If you made it this far into this episode, thank you so much for listening. And let me know in the comments or let me know on our socials your ways of dealing with your own stress while also trying to find that balance and that kind of creative process. Like, what do you do to cope with your depression while also trying to be creative or stay creative? Does that make sense? Like, let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. It truly means the whole world. I'm actually I'm really happy that I, I talked about this. This is a pretty good good moment for me if I do say so myself. If you want me to talk about more topics like this, then please feel free to comment down below. Again, um, you could tag us at Connect13 on Twitter and Instagram, and you could also comment and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and let me know um, what kind of topics you want me to talk about. Um, especially when it comes to like mental health and music related content. So it would mean a lot if you guys um, interact. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. If you want to support this podcast, you can follow us at Connect13 on Twitter and Instagram. That is Connect X I I I 13 or Roman numerals. And you could also stream Connect13 on anywhere you stream your podcast. So Apple Podcasts. Um, Spotify, etc. Um, I'll leave all the information in the show notes below, as well as the personal social media pages 
in the uh, description and as well in the show notes below. That's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for um, tuning in once again. I love you guys so, so much. Please continue to stay safe. And until then, I will see you in the next one. Bye, guys.